0: Well, Australia has sent a record 66 athletes to the World Athletics Championships in Budapest. The countdown to the 2024 games is on. Nina Kennedy, well, she's got some golden plans for Paris, but Peter Bowles' championships return did make for another sad chapter in his tumultuous year, failing to get out of the 800 metre heats. But long-time sports administrator Danny Corcoran, well, he was the chief executive officer of Athletics Australia for a half a dozen years between 04 and 2010, and he's over there in Hungary. Danny, thanks a lot for your time.
1: You're very welcome, Sam. I'm so excited to um, to speak to you and your listeners and uh, to come from this beautiful city
0: of Budapest. Now, tell us, what's it all been like? Can you paint the picture for us, Danny? What's the, the city been like? Has it got behind the championships? What have what the crowds been like? What's the level of competition been like? Absolutely. I, I think to come to,
1: and, and uh, yeah, this is a former Eastern Bloc country, and it's the first time an Eastern Bloc country um, has had a world championships, and the, the, um, the, the, people have come out and support the volunteers. Reminds me so much of the Sydney Olympics where the volunteers are so excited to, um, you know, to represent their city and plant it in such a great light. It's, uh, it's so exciting and vibrant. It's really hot. It's on the banks of the the Danube. The stadium's on the Danube. They take us to the, map and bring us back on, on ferry boats along the Danube. It's, uh, and the, and the scenery is just spectacular.
0: Awesome. Oh, I've got to ask you about Nina Kennedy. You would have been there to see her break her Australian uh, record twice en route to sharing, of course, the, the pole vault title with uh, American Katie Moon. And they, they agreed not to do a jump off, Danny, to determine the winner, but pretty amazing scenes there at the end. <laughs> amazing scenes. I, I spoke to
1: um, Paul Burgess, her coach, just before, uh, just before the event around at the pole vault section where all the Aussies were sitting in support of Nina. Nina, he was very relaxed. Um, you know, very confident, I, I thought. Um, but to see his team working with their iPads, showing her the jumps and so on, um, but then then to go to, um, you know, to go to a... Um, Nina Nina thought that she had won it on a countback, but she, and I can't believe this, but she didn't actually know the rules. The new rules, which I think had been in place for nearly 10 years, were it's your last height that counts, mm. and they were level on the last height. So then it goes for... Um, they're given the option of a jump-off or take the gold medal, each. And they took the gold medal, there's no silver, and um, I think they were both so relieved because it was so hot, and she was ecstatic. And I heard her speak today, Athletics Australia had a, an afternoon tea, and Bruce McEvaney interviewed her. And she said, I didn't know the rules, I didn't be, have to be a jump-off. <laughs> um, but the jump-off, probably, they can't make that height, it only goes in descending order. So there's all this controversy around, um, you know, whether you should fight to the death or you take the gold medal. I think the public, the public here loved the um, and the the people in the stadium loved the fact that they um, um, split the gold medal, and there was there was just such a great competition.
0: It's a quirky ruling, isn't it, Daddy? It's like because it's who should jump the highest, it not is. not who should jump the longest at, at at you know descending height.
1: That's right, exactly, exactly, and I think the. Personally, I'm in favour of the rule. Everyone I spoke to today, probably because an Aussie one, um, are all in favour of the rule. But we have we have read some um, some um, media speculation that they should fight to the death. Um, but I'm so pleased that Nina um, was able to, you know, share the gold medal. The gold medal is a gold medal, no matter um, you know no matter what what happens. And you know, she goes into the record books now as a, an absolute Australian icon
0: and world champion. Indeed, she does. Uh, World Championship gold medalist Kelsey Lee Barber, she's in the javelin final, Danny. So that's Saturday morning, our time over here. I think she she snuck in by seven centimetres in the end. It was a close run thing. I think her her throw was maybe eight metres short of her personal best as well. And Mackenzie Little is in the final as well, I think, isn't she?
1: We've got three in. We've got Mackenzie Little. And we've got Chelsea Lee Barber, Kelsey Lee Barber and Catherine Mitchell, the veteran. Right. They're all three Aussies, but, but Kelsey Lee Barber just scraped in as a, as a 15th or 16th qualifier but we all know that she's a clutch performer she can hit it she can hit, she can hit the jab and produce something extraordinary but but Sam probably the most amazing thing to me Mackenzie Little who is third qualifier she will come back to Australia on Tuesday and she will turn up at Royal City yeah. North Shore Hospital as a doctor Yeah I saw that It's an extraordinary story Yeah yeah and and she's throwing she's throwing brilliantly so, you know, the athletics is, this athletics has thrown up some amazing things and um, it's been an amazing championship so far.
0: Yeah. So, Eleanor Patterson, just casting forward. and there is a lot to look forward to here. This is tonight our time. So, when you wake up, uh, the qualifying rounds begin for the women's high jump as well.
1: Exactly. The lean gaffer girl down my way in Gippsland where I grew up. And uh, she she is the, the current world champion. We've got Nicola Schlagers, who's the Olympic silver medalist. Two Aussies that'll that'll go tomorrow in the in the early rounds of the um, the high jump. So we're, we're really looking forward to that. It's a really tough schedule here. You know, you've got to get up early, go to the morning session, come and go back to the afternoon session. Um, but they do look after us here. They the um, the Budapest organising committee has looked after us so well. So we're looking forward to the the high jump. We're looking forward to the men's pole vault as well with Curtis Marshall. Um, you know we've we've got some fantastic opportunities for medals coming up in the next couple of days.
0: Yeah, Joseph Deng. I'll, I better cover off uh, the scenes from today. Obviously, made his way through to the 800 meter semi-final. He was said to be brave out there, Danny. Today faded uh, in the end. I think he ultimately finished eighth, time of one minute forty-eight and twelve seconds. But you know his first showing since the 2018 Commonwealth Games.
1: Yeah, really, really disappointing. I'm not sure what his tactics were. He went through in he went through in 50 seconds. He went through in 24 seconds for the 200. 50 seconds. He faded badly. I'm not sure what his tactics were. I don't want to criticise him in any shape or form. Um, These two lads, with Peter and um, and Joseph, fantastic young Australians. And um, you know, I love what they do, but I just think he got his tactics wrong um, tonight, and so really a shame.
0: What just obviously his uh, his colleague in the 800, Peter Bowl, obviously it was the biggest story of the year. Danny in Australian athletics, the, the drug testing saga. You know, fourth at the Olympics 2020, the positive test in January, exonerated on August one. It, it's been a disaster. And what did you make of his return to international competition, and and I suppose the fact that uh, he's chosen to keep his own counsel uh, at the moment.
1: Yes, probably two things. As um, is he's is qualified for Paris. Um, so he's got back into some sort of form, which is a which is a real plus. But he's angry. He's really angry. He's really angry at um, um, Sports Integrity Australia, and he's really he's probably lumped Athletics Australia into that into that basket as well. Um, but the sad thing was is that it was it was leaked. It was leaked that that he had a um, there was a positive test, and he feels he's damaged. Sam, he's a really good kid. This, you know, really good young man, mm. and a proud Australian. And I, I really feel for him, and I just hope we get behind him, and give him all the support he needs to get through this period, and get get his training block right leading into into Paris next year. Because, um, you know, the really talented athlete, and uh, you know, we don't need this anger in his heart. And he's got to get over it, and we've got to help him do that.
0: Yep, yep. It'll be a watch all the way to Paris. Of course it will. We wish him well. Hey, I better ask you about Stuart McSwain, the 5,000 metre heats. He had a fall, didn't he, but got up and and qualified? Oh, he didn't qualify, but he he got
1: got through on a protest. Right. And uh, because two athletes fell in front of him. To be fair, I love Stuart McSwain. I think he's a fantastic athlete. Hasn't been in super form, but two athletes fell in front of him, and he protested. And they've, they've now put him through to the final, and uh, so very fortunate. So we'll have a representative in the in the five thousand metres. He, he's you know been a star at, at, at the 5,000. 5, so just hope he can get some salvation out of um, out of being in the final, and um, and then this and this World Championships.
0: Yep. Yeah, and I better ask you what you thought of Rowan Browning. I mean, he was disappointed. Of course, he always will be. He desperately wanted to make to make the final. It would have, I think it would have meant that he would have had to better his personal best to get there. He was on a high, obviously, um, um, initially, and he wanted to be the first uh, Aussie man in 28 years to reach the 100-metre semis at a world championship, which he did do, didn't he, Danny, but just couldn't quite get there.
1: He couldn't quite get there. He couldn't quite get there. I think Rowan Browning at 10-1-1, um, should walk away from this championships with his head held high. He's a fantastic competitor. Um, he was fourth in his semi. Um, he really, really ran He ran brilliantly, to be honest. But, Sam, the competition they're up against in this event mm. is nothing short of extraordinary. And I just want to give you the heads up that this 200-meter field that was the heater on tonight is the best field in the 200 meters that I've ever seen assembled in World Athletics. And I, I still watch it all.
0: Yeah. So we just had the semis, didn't we, over there today with you, Danny?
1: Yeah, we did. We had the um, – and they, they were just fantastic. You know, the the, the depth of, you know, of not only of Noah, Noah Lyles, but let's to you know, from Botswana, Arian Knighton, who's 19. And it just goes on all the way through this, um, all the way through. And, you know, Andre de Grasse, who we know really well, um from previous um, World Championships and Olympics and, you know, sparring with Usain Bolt on the finish line, he's only got through as the fastest qualifier. So, yeah, you know, we're looking really looking forward to that um, coming up and um, let's let it all unfold the next day or so.
0: Yeah, we're in for a real treat there, no doubt about it. Um, actually, just before we let yeah, you go, there is so much happening, Danny, but the the men's 1500, we probably need to recap that as well. Josh Kerr tipping out the, uh, the Norwegian star, Jakob um, Ingebrigtsen.
1: Absolutely. And Josh Kerr, um, I mean, he ran a brilliant race. I think there was, and I can say this um, clearly, I think there was um, Jacob Britson, he's 22. I think he's a very confident young man, but he he thought he could do it all. Mm. And um, Kerr ran a very clever race. And he ran past us with a lap to go. And um, I thought, Britson can't win this. He's, He's really tightened and struggling. Yet he still held on, and uh, Sebco, Sebco, I don't know what he said, but he whispered in Josh, Josh Kerr's when he in with the gold medal. I think he might have said, "The medal's back where it belongs."
0: <laughs> and
1: but I love Jacob, I, I love Jacob He got through in the five thousand metres tonight, and we should really watch him closely because he will be out for some sort of. Retribution.
0: Well, the level, as you say, Danny, has been insanely high. We really appreciate you uh, staying up late over there in, in Budapest for us to, to bring us up to speed with it all. There certainly is a lot to look forward from an Aussie perspective, uh, both tonight, our time, and across Absolutely. the weekend. Uh, enjoy it all, Danny. Great to have you on.
1: You're very welcome, Sam. Anytime, and um, let's enjoy it all, eh?